All right, I got to kick Gordon Deal out of here. We're having some technical difficulties once again. It's always Mondays, again. Otis. It's always Mondays. But nonetheless, we're going to fight our way through this. Hey, Wendy's today, and this might be a stop for me today. Wendy's today is testing a spicy black bean burger at participating locations. Three locations, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. It's plant-based. You in or out. As soon as I say plant-based, he's out. Packed with spices like paprika, chipotle pepper, made with black beans, chickpeas, brown rice, carrots, corn, green bell pepper, red bell pepper. I'm in. Sandwich also comes with crispy chipotle jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, chipotle sauce, as well as fresh tomatoes, lettuce, onion. I think that sounds pretty damn good. And I'm not a plant-based kind of guy, but I think I'm going to try this, give it a shot. Once again, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Jacksonville today. Top headlines out there. First of all, the confirmed death toll in the building collapse in Surfside, Florida, rose by four Sunday to nine. 152 people still missing. Rescue workers continuing digging into a fifth day today. Now, rescuers from Israel have arrived to help local, state, federal agencies in the search. You've also got rescuers from Mexico expected to arrive today. Florida Senator Marco Rubio said everybody's working to contact families right now, try to get a hold of them and let them know exactly what is going on. One of the unique things about this building is it had a substantial number of foreign nationals uh, who were owners or renters there and that were and that were in the rubble. It's 12 stories. If you look at it from the north side of it, you can see it. You can literally see the layers. And then inside of there, uh, there's everything from toxic chemicals, fire, smoke. You also have a Pittsburgh native and her husband feared to be among the missing people in Florida in this condo building collapse. Nicole Duran, I'm going to try, Manashiroff, there we go, grew up in South Park, moved to Florida about seven years ago. She and her new husband, Russlin, began their life together just a couple of months ago. Now they're among the more than 150 people missing in the collapse of the Champlain Tower condo in Surfside. Now the medical practice where her husband works released a statement saying that they are in contact with authorities. They're like everybody else. They are awaiting word on the couple. Vice President Kamala Lala Harris was met by protesters in El Paso, Texas. You know, we've been waiting on her to visit the southern border. So she goes to the place least affected. She arrived for her first trip since Biden tapped her to be the border czar. She was not met with open arms. You had protesters waving flags, holding signs, supporting former President Trump, blasting her uh, for not visiting the southern border. Other signs asked Harris, how many little girls need to be raped before the administration declares the border crisis a crisis? And if the VP could hear their screams. They've been waiting 93 days for her to come down and address the situation. 93 days. I saw an interview with one border agent, and he said he was not surprised it took Harris so long. He said, I'm not surprised she doesn't think it's a problem. And she's never thought it's a problem. Most Democrats don't think it's an issue. As a matter of fact, they welcome it with open arms. So... There's two reasons why she's not going to go down there. Number one, she doesn't think it's a problem. And number two, she doesn't want to bring attention to it because it is a problem. I mean, I think that's pretty simple for anybody with average intelligence to see. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin calling the infrastructure package the largest of its kind in U.S. history. He was on ABC's This Week, the Democrat arguing the country's already $28.5 trillion in debt can't continue to keep spending. We're $28.5 trillion. We cannot continue to add on things that we can't pay for. I've always said this, we're writing checks our kids can't ever cash. Whether it be child tax credits, whether it be helping those kids have a start in life, whether it be fixing a lot of the human infrastructure that has fallen by the wayside.
Now, at the same time, he's being a typical politician here. He's saying we don't have the money. We can't spend it. Then he adds he'd like to see more money for human infrastructure and additional child care spending. It's like, Joe, you can't have them both. I got this email, bloomdaddy at iheartmedia.com from Bobby. I saw it this morning. He said, so you're going to get Joe Manchin back on the show and ask him some really tough questions like when he really will commit to not ending the filibuster or is he just waiting for the right price to sell his soul? Would you really badger him to give yes or no answers if he starts dancing around and deflecting or would you just let him blow smoke all over the place like the other media do? Get him on, get some yes or no answers or tell him to take a hike and quit wasting airtime on bull blank in evasion. So Otis, you're going to set it up? You set it up the last time. Actually, I said something last Sunday to my dad. I said, look, uh-huh. I said, we reached out and they have not returned any calls. And he said, that's unusual, I guess, but he is busy. Well, we're, we're, and I'm like, okay, well, we're only asking for five or ten minutes. Was your dad and Joey Boy knocking down beers at the time? No. <laughs> no, it was Father's Day. Hey, many older millennials who are now approaching middle age have significant career regrets. Saw this poll. Nearly half say they wish they had chosen a different career path when they started out. Now, we're talking ages 33 to 40. They feel they were pressured to pursue four-year degrees. They've got mountains of debt. And they graduate not always knowing if there's a viable career on the other side of graduation. Now, we all know people who wake up in their 30s and 40s and absolutely hate their life. And notice, I think we've talked about this, and I've said this. I've told my kids, find something you love and do that for a living because you don't want to wake up the next 40 years of your life being miserable. Absolutely. I mean, I know people. I, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I know people that just every day they wake up, they hate the job they're going to. And I can't imagine doing that because, I mean, I love what I do. And I, I can't imagine every damn day getting up and knowing you're going to put in eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours and be miserable. Yeah, it's, it's hard to – It's hard. There, listen, there's times that you hate your job. I mean, you – it's it's not every day, but I mean, because you just don't want to get up maybe that day, yeah. or you don't want to go that day, or you just don't feel like it. But in the long run, it's you know it's a great job, it's a good gig, and everything else. Yeah. So so why do you think so many Americans are facing a midlife crisis right now? And a lot of, a lot of them are adopting a you only live once attitude. You think it was the pandemic? Do you think it was? I mean, what do you think it was? I think that has a lot to do with it. You think it's because jobs just don't last anymore either? You take a look back at. Your parents, your grandparents, I mean, you go back 50 years ago, people who started a job, you were there for life a lot of times, and even if you didn't necessarily like what you were doing, you had stability, you knew you had a paycheck coming in, you didn't really have to worry. That's true. I mean, I mean, the thing is, you always want to try to better yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you, you, you may, you know, I mean, both of my parents were educators, so right. they always went, they went back to school, they got their, um, you know, where, where they could be higher education right. as far as like right. they could be administrators, yes. administrators as far as like superintendents and so on and so forth. And, you know, but they still stayed in education, right. which is not a bad gig. It's and, a great gig. You know, and that's my biggest complaint with teachers. I mean, all you hear is bitch, bitch, bitch. And it's like, dude, you got a great gig. I mean, you got a great career. And, and I think, I mean, I just think that sometimes too, that the, the people in charge, the the bosses don't necessarily take care of their people to make the job where you want to come back. Yeah, and I think that's a lot. Of, there's a lot of places like that. I, I think the reason why so many millennials, 33 to 40 years of age, and so many people maybe um, feel like they need to throw in the towel or, they, or, you know, hey, you only live once attitude is because a lot of these jobs out there, they don't feel secure. I mean, there's so many people you talk to. I mean, they've had, they've had three, four jobs by the time they're, they're 35 years of age. I mean, it never used to be like that. And you can't plan for your future 
you you can't feel content like your grandparents or even your parents. And then you throw in the debt and the cost of everything. It's a heavy burden. And it makes you just want to say the hell with it. I mean, I get there sometimes. In my line of work, there is high turnover in the media, especially radio. There's an uncertain future. People here one day, they're gone the next. And and I've been asked, you know, how do you handle that? And I, I tell everybody I'm honest. Black tar heroin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I just I just say F it. My F it kicks in. You only worry about what you can control. You got to give everything your all. You just worry about what you can control. I mean, there's nights I'm working, I'm reading websites, I'm writing a monologue, a Thursday tirade, whatever. My kids are like, Dad, why don't you go to sleep? And I say, well, you want to eat tomorrow? I mean, do you, do you want new shoes? I mean, sometimes you got to keep it going. You put in the effort at the same time, you got to let go. You don't drive yourself crazy with worry because it's not worth it. And I think a lot of millennials drive themselves crazy with worry. And at some point in time... You just got your efforts got to kick in. It has to, or else it's going to drive you crazy. 800 624 1170, Bloom Daddy at Speaking of driving you crazy, Mondays are driving us crazy anymore because we never know whether the system's going to take a big. We're, we're going to try what it's going to do, but we're going to be all over the place this first hour. We'll get it fixed, though. We'll no, get I think it fixed. I, I was watching the uh, log, yeah, and I could see where the guy was deleting stuff to get us. <laughs> so I think we're where, where we're supposed to be. Yeah, we, we came in this morning, everything seemed fine, and then all of a sudden we find out we're two hours behind on our programming, which yeah. throws this show into a flux, but we should be good because. Because Otis is on top of it. When we come back, we're going live to Austin, Texas. Donald Trump held his first uh, rally in Ohio. And it was a big, big success. We're talking about that next. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I am telling you, we might be hitting a point here if this continues, where he's not going to be able to continue doing this job. Nobody else is going to tell you that. Now, we've played tapes of Joe in 2012 and 2016. He's not the same guy that he was then, and it's obvious. The problem, the biggest, the scariest part of this is every evil actor, Putin, hostile regime, Chi. China, hostile regime, the Iranian mullahs, radical Islamic terrorist groups, Kim Jong-un. They're studying this guy. What the hell is going on? I think Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who's taking care of both President Trump and President Obama, is right that we need a test here. I'd like to see Joe Biden take a test. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Sunshine, backyard cookouts, they're back in the forecast. And our friends at Blinds.com, they want you to soak up all of their savings with their special 4th of July spectacular. Now up to 45% off everything. Now, whether you do it yourself or you let them handle the install start to finish, Blinds.com, they make it simple and easy. Just go to Blinds.com today for their 4th of July spectacular. Just visit Blinds.com to shop up to 45% off everything. Rules and restrictions may apply. Looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for? 
Ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate? Figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances. From mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans, Figure can help you find the loan that's right for you. Figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process. Apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks. Figure out your finances at figure.com. Figure Lending LLC, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Term- Hey, it's Bloom Daddy for Salsa Joe Smokehouse, located at the former Undos location in Elm Grove. This place is happening with live music and great food. And if you're looking for advice, I recommend the pulled pork burrito, stuffed with rice, cowboy beans, cheese, topped with white sauce, red sauce, or a little bit of both, and black beans and corn. Sweet baby Jesus is his thing big and delicious. Tommy at Salsa Joe's in Elm Grove also wants me to let you know Salsa Joe's is all about parties, events, private dining, and more. So check out this new restaurant in Elm Grove, Salsa Joe's. Texting while driving is a serious problem on America's roads. Did you know that when you send or receive a text while driving, you take your eyes off the road for about five seconds? At 55 miles an hour, that's like driving more than the length of an entire football field, blindfolded. As a result, thousands of people die every year in crashes related to distracted driving. That's why officers are out looking for people who text while driving, and that's why they write tickets, to save lives. So if you text while driving, you will get caught. And that's nothing to LOL about. You drive, you text, you pay. Hungry? Try our family deal at Greco's tonight. Large Grecoroni roll, extra large three-topping pizza, and a large sweetsa dessert pizza for $30. Order online at grecoswheeling.com or call 304-242-5400. Custom Fashions in St. Clairsville offers alterations and repairs for everything from wedding dresses to prom gowns and even workwear. Now offering machine embroidery. Call 304-224-9682 to make an appointment. Masks required. Hey, Bloom Daddy here, letting you know Convenient Food Mart, or CFM, has locations from Barnesville to Weirton and from Hopedale to Malaga. So if you're in a hurry, you need to hit a CFM for everything from Pepsi products to omelet wraps and pulled pork. And while you're there, your CFM has in-store ticket giveaways to the Blame My Roots Country Music Festival for Friday night only. You can be right there for Walker Montgomery, Neil McCoy, Jody Messina, and more on Friday, July 16th. Just stop in and register at your local CFM, and you have to do it by June 30th. Business is booming, and your local Domino's Pizza is hiring delivery experts. Every day is payday at Domino's, so join the team, and you can earn as much as $15 or more an hour with a flexible schedule. Apply online at applydominoes.easyapply.co. If I could be you. And you could be me for just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. I'm Keisha Sharp. Since losing my mother to pancreatic cancer, I've been working to share the kind of state-of-the-art work being done by Stand Up to Cancer and Lust Garden Foundation. To learn more about the latest research, visit pancreaticcancercollective.org. Bloom Daddy. Live in Austin, Texas right now, we are with NBC News Radio National Correspondent Michael Bauer. Mike, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Happy Monday to you, Blue Yeah, Daddy. same to you. Does this t- does this sound good to you? Spicy black bean burger, plant-based patty, 
packed with spices like paprika, chipotle pepper, made with black beans, chickpeas, brown rice, carrots, corn, green bell pepper, red bell pepper, with crispy chipotle jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, chipotle sauce, fresh tomatoes, lettuce, onion. Uh, first of all, I love spice, so it sounds spicy, but apart from the part where it didn't sound like there was a burger in that burger, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on it. I don't think there's enough beer to wash that down. Yeah, have you had a plant-based burger yet? You know, I had, I had, uh, was it the, I think the, the Big Mac, or not the, it was uh, Burger King that had one of those things. I tried it. I thought it tasted pretty good. I okay. thought it tasted good. Uh, it didn't hit me as being anything different than a regular burger would be, a regular Whopper would be, but uh, I, I can't say that I've gone out of my way since then. Yeah, yeah see, I haven't had one. That sounds, what I just described to you sounds really, really good. I, I know a couple yeah. of people who've had plant-based burgers. They say you really can't tell the difference. I mean, I'm going to give that a try. It's only in three cities starting today, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Jacksonville. So you're out of luck unless oh, you yeah, plan you on driving to Jacksonville. I want to hear about it. i yeah. got to hear about I'm gonna it. I'm going to give it a try. All right. Okay. So let, let's talk about former President Trump because he had his first rally since the election. And mm-hmm. and then also you're hearing criminal charges against his businesses. What's going on yeah. here? Yeah, exactly. So you saw the president out for his Save America rally. First one of three expected public appearances. A little bit uh, later on this week, he's going to be going to the U.S.-Mexico border. And then going into the weekend, a rally in Sarasota, Florida on July 3rd. And look, this is what he, he called the very first rally of the 2022 election. So this is him getting behind candidates in the 2022 midterm elections. Uh, more than anything else, it really seemed with the rally in uh, in Ohio over the weekend that this was about Max Miller, who is a former White House aide who's challenging Republican Anthony Gonzalez for the seat in the House of Representatives in Ohio. And Gonzalez is one of the 10 GOP House members who voted to impeach Trump. So it does seem that President Trump will go out and campaign for those people uh, that are against people who voted to impeach him. And this is the starting point for that for 2022. But this is also part of what the president, former president said was, look, this is going to be the move to have the GOP win back the House, win back the Senate. And then possibly, again, he pointed out he may have to win a third time. uh, But he did not indicate whether or not he would be running in 2024. That hasn't come up yet. This is clearly about the midterm elections right now. But it also comes just a day or so after you had the Manhattan district attorney inform lawyers for President Trump that criminal charges against the Trump organization are possible. Now, that's something we hadn't heard before. We knew that there were certain investigations going on. We knew that prosecutors had been building a case for months against the longtime chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, uh, as a part of an effort to pressure him into cooperating with those inquiries against President Trump. But we hadn't heard anything about the Trump organization facing charges, and those could come as early as this week, according to what we're hearing. And that one of the issues prosecutors are examining right now is whether benefits given to Weisselberg and other executives were accurately represented in the company's financial record-keeping system and if the company paid taxes on those benefits. And that's something that seems so tedious and small, but at the end of the day, if it means charges against Weisselberg and perhaps the Trump organization, the, uh, the, the attorney general is hoping that those charges might mean that Weisselberg agrees to work with them in regards to investigating President Trump. Now, what we're hearing is, at this point, Sources familiar with the inquiry saying that uh, no Trump family members are being charged with anything at this time, including President Trump or any of the other family Mm -hmm. members. But that could change depending on what happens this week if they bring up charges against the Trump organization. All right. Two things that I noticed uh, from what you're talking about and from the rally at the Lorain County Fairgrounds in Wellington, Ohio. First of all, Trump is still 
still saying that basically he got robbed. I mean, he said on the evening yeah. of, of November 3rd, the election was over. Then all of a sudden things started closing down all over. We took a massive victory. They did into something that sh- should have never been allowed. So, I mean, he, he is showing that he, there's no way he's letting go of that, and he's not riding off into Correct. the sunset, number one. And number two, he really went after Gonzalez. So his, his yeah. uh, oh, what's the word I want to use here? His... Um, well, his attacks, you know, the, the same thing he used to use yeah. before. He uh, he hasn't mellowed. I'll just put it to you that way because he said right. he, he claimed Gonzalez used to ask for rides on Air Force One. He said the next time I heard his name, he was impeaching me. He said he's a sellout. He's a fake Republican, a disgrace to your state. He's not the candidate you want representing the Republican Party. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that uh, in his first rally, I think Trump showed that uh, he's he's not mellowed at all. He's coming all guns a blazing yeah. just like he did before. He gets right back into the thick of things, especially with people who, who wronged him. And that's what you're seeing here are, are guaranteed that nine of the 10 people that voted for his impeachment have drawn primary challengers. I guarantee you Trump will be on each of those nine sides to be out there attacking the people that impeached him going into these midterm elections, in addition to making other stops just to try to help and make sure that Republicans do get reelected in 2022. And and those individuals, those 10 individuals, should be shaking yeah. in their boots because he still wields oh, yeah. a lot of leverage and a lot of power. I mean, you saw the massive base of, of people that were there for him and to right. support him. The crowd was going nuts for him. So, yeah, that's a very large group of people, and at least those 10, if not others, uh, if you've wronged President Trump, whether or not you voted for uh, the impeachment portion of it, mm-hmm. if you've wronged President Trump, guess what? And, you're, and there's a possibility for a primary. Guess who will be out there to primary against him? He's coming at you. Yep. Michael, thanks yep. so much. You got to stay safe. All right. And, and I agree with it. I agree with uh, if, if you voted, if you're a Republican, you voted to impeach him because that was such a pile of garbage. He should come after you. And you should be shaking in your boots. And they are. As far as this rally by Trump, Lorain County Fairgrounds in Wellington, Ohio, it was off the charts once again, uh, just like the rallies that he had previously when he was president and in his run up to president. There's no doubt the energy and the excitement is still there for former President Trump, without a doubt, and it's not going anywhere. And he also, during this rally, pointed out the huge failures in Biden's America last agenda, as he called it, especially critical race theory and, as he put it, our weak and ineffective military brass. More on Trump coming up in a little bit. Back to the search and rescue coordination with this condo collapse in Florida. What we're finding out now, because everybody has been asking, how did this thing collapse? What went on? We're finding out that there were a lot of red flags here. A lot of red flags. Potentially serious issues that were pointed out that were either ignored or what have you. I mean, there are reports, some only a few pages long, others more than 300, that range from detailed plans to permits for concrete repair to cracks to inspection reports about columns, beams, walls in the garage under the tower that uh, looked a little suspect. The deterioration of concrete, sometimes causing flaking. And it's no surprise that lawyers are already starting to line up at the courthouse. So we're going to be talking to Rob Crane, legal expert, about what you can expect from this coming up during the 8 o'clock hour. Your Monday Sucks Pick Me Up's next. we got some good ones for you. 800-624-1170.